3: and the winner is this is the Rich Eisen Show
2: an Emmy nominated show and you're damn straight it is an honor to just be nominated live from the rich eisen show studio in los angeles but we are definitely going to new york to find out as a team
0: and the winner is good morning football nfl network
2: so yes it is an honor to be nominated earlier on the show host of peacock's pro football talk mike florio five-time world series champion paul o'neill still to come falcons tight end kyle pitts and now
0: is
3: Rich
2: Eisen Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air 844-204-RICH number to dial here on the program Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons was scheduled to join us but he's feeling under the weather we hope he doesn't have this damn thing Uh, we hope he's all right and that he he can join us at another time we had uh, Paul O'Neill on the Mercedes-Benz Van's phone line earlier in this, uh, in this show and um, his appearance uh, in support of his new memoir, A Swing and a Hit, Nine Innings of What Baseball Taught Me, uh, led to me strolling down memory lane of all those years that the Yankees would uh, make the World Series and win it. Those are the times when that coincided with my covering the sport for ESPN and ESPN Radio back in the day, and it led to a conversation about Derek Jeter and Chris Brockman unfairly slagging on him. <laughs> um that's the way I'm viewing it. Um if you missed any of it, go to youtube.com slash rich eisen show for all of that. But Brockman's feeling uh, uh good and why not? Uh, his Celtics are one game I mean, his uh, one game his, his Celtics are one game away from uh from playing for the Larry O'Brien trophy, the Larry O. B uh in oh, the NBA. One more. And um so we talked about that early on in the program. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk joined us as well to discuss um, various aspects of the NFL world, from Colin Kaepernick trying out for the Las Vegas Raiders, um, and, um, and also the uh, story about Lamar Jackson not being at organized team activities that was going on while we were um, in New York City for the Emmy Awards, which we haven't discussed yet, and we'll get to that on this program. Uh, Another part uh, uh, exchange that occurred while we were uh, in New York, I kind of want to hit right now. So in New England, amidst the Celtics trying to win the NBA championship and the Red Sox having a a nice little renaissance, right? A little bounce back, their best week of the season. That's for darn sure, which um, uh, I'm glad they have joined in 2022. You know, always interesting, better when the Red Sox are, are good. Chris, which is the ultimate backhand compliment in the history of sports. And, you know, it's always better. It's better at high register. It's always better when the team's... You know, it's always better when your team's better, says the rival uh, of your team, not really meaning it. I heard that all the time when Michigan... Yeah, it's better when Michigan's better. Wouldn't yeah. be a rivalry if we won all the time. Yeah, right. So uh, amidst all of that, is the New England Patriots season hmm. upcoming? Hmm. How will they follow up that Mac Jones successful... Rookie season. How will they follow it up? Where it looked like the Patriots were were on the verge of that proverbial team you don't want to face in the playoffs. They went on that nice run that um led to a face plan ending. Um that the Indianapolis Colts kind of started back in the old day. And um remember the, the Colts beat the Patriots in that Saturday night game. Their 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 fortunes reversed after the bye week, but Anyway, the question is: Is what's what's going to look like in New England this year? Mac Jones showed up like he's on the uh, the the uh, the MJ10 system, right? You see that he's talking about. He's changed his diet. Took Brady all those years to start doing that. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones doing it out of the out of out of his rookie season. As yes, he should, right? Mac
4: Jones didn't have a very flattering, uh, you know, torso shot, kind of like Brady. That's what I mean,
2: you know. Well, so Mac Jones says he's, you know, he's. He's going to he's lose what he's doing. He's getting in shape for no the more, long term. No more dad bod.
4: Okay. For Matt Jones.
2: He's not even a dad. <laughs> I don't think so. so um, you don't always need to be. But the the, the burning issue, now that Josh McDaniels is in Vegas. He finally took another job after coming back and staying in New England for all that time. Essentially, as the coach, head coach in waiting, he was done, I guess, waiting for Belichick to step aside. And clearly, Bill's got... Many more years left doing this. Whenever he wants to step away, he will. The question is who's calling the plays on offense now? Who's going to do it? And the candidates are that you hear all about. Candidates are Matt Patricia, who's never done that. And he's working with the offensive line. Again, the question is, is the, the. they're all on the coaching staff, and the, the 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 same way that Belichick famously views his roster, where everyone just do your job, and people do multiple jobs, and they do it very well. I guess the coaching staff is the same darn thing. He's just he, he Bill just doesn't want to peg anybody, and don't believe in labels. I don't. I don't understand. Like other coaches, <laughs> like yeah, they're called that's who's calling the plays. I will take over the play calling duty. I will relinquish the call play play calling duty. You hear that all over the place. The coaches, not Belichick. He. He just leaves you guessing. And that drives us in the media nuts. We want answers.
0: Who's calling the plays?
2: Matt Patricia's working with the offensive line. Maybe he can do it. The quarterback coach, the guy who is in Mac Jones' ear on that body that is now much more well-toned, <laughs> is the guy who famously called a third-down surrender formation last year. Remember that? He okayed that one. Never seen... We've, we've seen victory formations where he'd taken a... But the old Giants... Remember on third down, it was the, it was the, uh, it was the um, surrender formation. And we're just going to punt it. One score game. One more. you know, season's pretty much over. Doesn't matter if we win or lose. Nope. Joe Judge. Oh, yeah. And I don't think Patriots fans are terribly happy about that idea. But Bill... Apparently he is fine with it, potentially, or not. Or maybe Bill's going to call the offensive plays himself. You're even hearing that sort of crazy talk. Yeah,
4: I didn't know he could do that.
2: <laughs> uh, Bill, as you know, does everything. And he knows everything about everything. And, and, and he's the best at it. So the question is, who's calling the plays? What's your plan on calling the plays? Who's calling them? And that led to this fantastic exchange with Belichick showing up at a press availability this week in a Celtics lid. Great. Supporting the local team. This is fantastic. Belichick in top notch, A plus, B squared form. Yeah,
0: look, there's a lot of jobs we have to do. We're all working on those things now. It's, it's May. They'll change in June. They'll change in August. They'll change in September. So, of all the things timely that we need to do. And if you're asking about like, game plans, we're months away from that. Months. Maybe not game plans, but how about like the one role that we asked those two guys about was the play caller role. Is is that months one away. from, from having a play caller? So what plays are we calling? Well and you can't play. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna coach a team coach the players. So we're gonna get them ready to go. We're gonna game plan. We have a game plan for play call do all the things that we need to do and compete in games, right? Not for a months away from that. Because is there the a point, point where a guy the who's going to have that role would make the time to prepare? Is that by the start of training camp? Is that yeah, of course. Do you have that date in your mind? No. Do you know who will call offensive plays, or is that a process you'll play, play out the course of the offseason? Yeah, when we get to it, we'll get to it.
2: We'll get to it when we get to it. All right. Wow. I don't mean to laugh because these people are working hard. They're trying to I get mean, the I... answers. But but who's calling the plays, Bill?
4: And they're like getting creative
2: with how they're asking it. Well, do you
4: have a, a date in mind? You got a date in mind? Have a date in mind of when it's what's... fun. Give it, me. Mean... I mean, much respect. What's in the box, Bill? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Bill, what's in the box?
3: Like, come on.
4: Come on. It's like, like anything.
3: Yeah. It's
2: something. What plays do we call? Minicamp plays? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what it's plays it's you it's in? Great. Bill's it's like trying just, not to laugh. But and it's just like hey you know, The play caller. Memorial Day is not a good time I, to try and target that? I, and and you ask Joe Judge and Patricia, they're not gonna say Yeah to me anything. But they're you know, Judge is apparently saying he's going into his office watching film and acting like he's got to get ready for calling plays. If he's the one that Belichick eventually turns to say, you don't call in the plays, but yet maybe he's creating competition for it within his own damn coaching staff.
4: I don't want that strategy. Why? What's Might the big
3: deal?
2: What's the big deal? I mean,
4: I would like them to know. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> so they can kind of get, re- I mean, this
2: season's going to be here soon. But, and and then again, it's just like, what's the, what's the Point of hiding it like that you're giving everyone a chance. Hold on a minute. New England's first opponent is, like is you're at Miami. Oh yeah, baby. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be a huge getting right out of the box. Oh, at Miami, the House of Horrors. Yeah, don't The worry. place where Brady thought the footballs were taken fresh out of the box and so damn slick. Oh, yeah, that where Brady yeah, I love that that's stuff. where Brady went to the league with with back in the day, Hasselbeck and Peyton Manning and said, Hey. We need our own damn footballs on the road. And the league basically said, okay. Yeah,
4: okay.
2: He thought some shenanigans being pulled in Miami. Crazy stuff happens there. Fresh out of the box, Tua, with Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Mike McDaniel versus Bill Belichick. Boom, right out of the box. But we're not going to let McDaniel and the rest of the Dolphins know in May who's calling the plays on that day. And Bill's basically like, we're, you know, it's going to change in August. It's going to change in September. We don't know, but we want to know. I got to play that again because again, you hear you hear the the reporters eventually like they they dance around it yeah, and no, then that's they that's go that. straight at it. Well, who's calling the play? Yeah, go for it. Here, this is fantastic. Here we go, hit it. Yeah, look, there's a lot of jobs that
0: we have to do. We're all working on those things now. It's it's May. They'll change it, Jim, they'll change it all. right coaches. now, Bill it's knows December.
2: they're asking about game calling, but he brings up game plan All the, the
0: things timely that we need to do. And if you're asking about like, game plans, we're like, months away from that, months. Maybe not game plans, yeah, but not game about, like, the one role that we asked those two guys about was the play caller role. Yeah. Is, is that one? one, one. From, from having a play caller? So we well, he can't play. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
2: You <laughs> smiling? Yeah, I'm not going to give you what you. We're coach team, coach
0: players. We're going to get them ready to go. We're going to game plan. We have to game plan, we'll play football, do all the things that we need to do in competing games. Yeah. Right? Not, but yeah.
2: Yeah. We're months away
0: from that. Yeah, we're months away. Is there a point yeah, where a guy who's going to have yeah. that role would need yeah. the time to prepare?
2: Yeah. Come on, Bill.
0: Is that by the start of training camp? Is that? Yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah. Do you have that date in your mind? No. Do you
2: know who will call offensive plays or is that a process you'll play out over the course of the offseason? Yeah, when we get to it, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it, when we get to it.
0: Uh, what's in the box? What's
2: in the box, Bill? Is it Joe Judge in the box? In case you're wondering that he feels that this could be, in case you're wondering that this could be in any way, shape, or form personal or he feels some way about these coaches that he doesn't believe in them, by letting you know who the play caller is. He has done this before on defense with his own son. (laughs) Steven Belichick was calling defensive plays for two years before Bill said, you know who's calling the defensive plays? My own kid. So, there you have it.
4: His other son is the safeties
2: coach. And I'm
4: also looking... Uh, Matt Patricia's official title, in case you're, is
2: offensive uh, line Senior coach. Senior football advisor. There you go. All right, that's what the pencil's for.
4: So, <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
2: It's great. I love it. This is the best May story I've I've seen in quite some time, in the NFL.
4: Are we sure Josh McDaniels doesn't want to like change his mind and come back?
2: No, he's 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 there. <laughs> he's there. Uh, Josh McDaniels is um, checking out Colin Kaepernick. Let me just say this on this subject. Okay.
1: There's something Florio said. Here's what we
2: say this about the subject matter. Colin Kaepernick. I I I I know there's a lot going on in the world and I haven't discussed it yet. And we're gonna talk about it later. Because I'm gonna have to say something about what happened in the state of Texas. And we're not we're not focusing on something like if if there was nothing crazy awful Stomach churning happening in this country right now. And the coast was completely clear on the news front. Would Kaepernick's workout with the Raiders be getting more national coverage? Maybe. It's a different time. Anybody who's got a problem with Colin Kaepernick getting a workout with the Las Vegas Raiders, check yourself. Check yourself. And in terms of you saying that you're not going to root for that team anymore, let's just say you might be one of those people out there listening to us in Las Vegas and you're just so outraged that they even go to Colin Kaepernick because he took a knee years ago um, on a subject matter that we all know needed attention and has received it. But well, not still on, needs attention. Not, well, it, it received it. It received it. Only after somebody got murdered uh, in the streets of uh, Minneapolis. Right. And many others. And still does, as you point out, uh, mm-hmm. rightfully, TJ. Needs attention. But let's just say the Raiders hire Colin Kaepernick. And he's backing up Derek Carr. Just the fact that Kaepernick is doing this, knowing that's Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr just got his big deal. Huh? Big deal. Yeah. Derek Carr is the clear leader of that team based on what he did last year. He got Devontae Adams to throw to. He has that guy, who he went to college with. Derek Carr is the clear quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Who they are placing their hopes, their treasure into to win a Super Bowl and bring it to the desert, which would be insane. If there's a Super Bowl parade down Las Vegas Boulevard. But let's just... That just takes off the table, the conversation. Does, does Colin really want to do this? Does he really want to play football? Because he's been out so long. He's been out so long because people haven't given him the opportunity because too many teams were afraid of the public black backlash on him. Did you say backlash? I almost did. I almost
3: did, but, <laughs> almost did, but
2: that's, a, that's a misspeak, obviously. It is what it is. But The, <laughs> the honest answer is is if he's hired... Do you know how popular the Raiders would become? More. Do you know how fast the Kaepernick seven jerseys in silver and black and also white would fly off the shelves? I'm getting one. Yeah, you would. That
4: jersey would be number one. It would be
2: number one on the spot. It's a different time. In the right fan base. It is a different time in our world. And it is time for Kaepernick to get a shot. I think in this day and age, he would be stupendous. And is he a fit? You hear that a lot. Is he a fit? Do you know who's been backing up Derek Carr the last couple years? Marcus Mariota. Bingo. Do you know who can run and throw like Marcus Mariota? Potentially even better. You know a guy who did that for a team that almost won the Super Bowl? This guy. So, we could remove not a fit. We could remove doesn't really want to do it. We can remove also people are going to get so upset about it. Because the world's still spinning. World's still spinning. Maybe off its axis. But I heard that. I'm like, awesome. Great. I hope he gets it. That would be so amazing. That would be so incredible. Him on the Las Vegas Raiders. I hope they do it. I hope they do it. And I hope he, I hope he performed as well as he wanted to. That would be great. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the program. We have not hit our uh, our two days in New York City for the uh, for the Emmy Awards. We'll do that. Take more of your phone calls at eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the program. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, Back here I on a terrestrial run. I don't want to think about that. I don't that, want but, to think about that. So, so this entire season, the offseason, it's Carr versus, uh, you know, Carr and, and Devontae Adams together, and they're set yeah. up with Waller's there, and their new play caller is there, and the new coach is there, and the new setup is there, and they've got... Max Crosby paid, and he's generationally terrific, it looks like, and they just added a 100 sack career guy on the other side of him, and everything's great, and then all of a sudden Derek Carr's hurt. Ooh. In comes big Nick Mullins. Yeah, that's, or,
4: that's not, or, not, or, not, or
2: in comes barry. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Which, which quarterback keeps the, Ra- the Raiders more relevant? I mean, there's an answer. But which quarterback keeps the Raiders potentially on the straight and narrow for Carr to get back, hopefully?
4: Yeah, Real I don't know know, We're just assuming. So long. I mean, it's uh, about uh, football,
2: please. If this is yeah. about football and Kaepernick showed up, I mean, Ian Rappaport just reported during the commercial break. I saw his tweet at Rap that things went well and it looks like he impressed.
1: You know, people were going we to point out that he went, you know, one. They were one in ten the last season that he played, which is true. That team was awful, but you also have to look at he threw sixteen touchdowns and he only had four picks. That there's something to be said there, right? 16 and four. It's not like he was throwing up, you know, 25, 30 interceptions. And you could say, well, this is just awful. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. And that year
2: where they was their last year. That was Harbaugh's last year there, huh? No, his last year was Chip Kelly. Come on, man.
4: That had to have been pretty dysfunctional. Come
2: on. Yeah, and like like you said, From Harbaugh to Tom Sula to Chip Kelly, and, a, and, and and an owner as smart as Jed York is, he knew it. We have to be done with this year in and year out, one and done stuff. Two years in a row they were one and done, trying to find a replacement of Harbaugh. So they went to Kyle Shanahan. And I totally understand Kyle Shanahan's like, I, that's that's not the guy we're looking for, although they have somebody in Trey Lance now who's got a similar game, don't you think? We're assuming.
1: I We're honestly, assuming. I've never seen trailing. Uh, well, it, it was just, <laughs> but,
2: but it was the course with Kaepernick had been run. I think. And if Kyle I Shannon it, wants to come right. in I and he's just right. like you know,
1: start fresh, shouldn't be held against Kaepernick. And Chris, you like know? you said, we it, he's been gone a long time. We don't been know been how he's going to look. Time, yeah. And I and I completely and understand that, was, that. But at least I. If he's not good enough to play, fine. But at least I want him to have a chance.
4: Absolutely, to we've been play. saying that for a long time. You know,
1: yeah, give yeah. him a chance. And if yeah. he doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Exactly. But like for people who just like, and I already know when we put this video on YouTube, I already know the comments. I already know that that just the anger, like people just the man's name is going to set off people. Why? Com- what's happening? I don't know, and I don't even care anymore. I don't care to, to to understand it. I don't. It does not matter to me. But the fact is, I'm telling you what's going to happen because people. Are so caught up in their feelings about this dude that it doesn't even matter. I mean, so I'm actually about, looking forward yeah, to it. We this. talk
2: about everybody needing second chances and deserving a second chance. Well, you know, we talk I,
1: about that all the time. Like I said, I'm, I'm over trying to figure it Cowboys out. Cowboys
2: fans, you know, always tell Jerry, Jerry Jones at least gives another guy a second chance. Like, Greg Hardy!
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: Give me a break! Number of guys who've gotten second chances that didn't deserve it? Or wound up proving they didn't deserve it? Come on now. I'd love it, silver and black. Doors open, let's go. Walk through it, Mark Davis, Josh McDaniels. Again, I understand it's another guy's job we're talking about, in Nick Mullins. So I apologize because I do root for him too.
4: What if Collins is the third quarterback? That, that's fine too. Well,
2: that would give them four. I mean, they acquired Jared Stidham for a reason. That he's got—he's a kid who's still young, and he knows McDaniels' system, brother. Yeah,
3: wow. Well.
2: and big Nick Mullins is there because he is a guy who's who's. Played to to you. He, can give you, he can give you two, three, four games for Derek Carr to come back. You know, he can do that. Maybe win half of them. He could. Who knows? But, I mean, we've seen it after a while. Like, game two, game three, game four of the Nick Mullins uh, residency in Las Vegas might not look like Kaepernick, though. Big neck. Here we go, man.
4: That would be a good-looking jersey.
2: So... Um, Let's go to Alan Dallas here on the Rich Eisen show. What's up, Al? How you doing,
3: Henry? Henry, in this day and age, can you believe they're discriminating against Italian Americans?
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you rest in peace. There's
3: nothing we can do about it. How I you know, doing, Henry? What a shame. I know. A shame. What a shame. What a shame. Um, uh, sorry to hear you guys didn't win the Emmy. We ah. uh, we passed like two ships in the night there. I left there Monday. I, I warmed the town up for you, and I heard you guys had a, a nice time. So <laughs> we we did. did.
2: We did. Yeah, we did. What's on um, your mind, otherwise, Al?
3: Uh, what's on my mind? So, you know, I, you know, Brockman knows how much I love him and care for him dearly. But so. he, he, Derek <laughs> Jeter, and you know how much I hate him. Am I
4: about to get Jeter. one to the head here?
3: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, Hold up, let me Jeter, put the plastic down real quick. <laughs> Derek Jeter is the – and I hate him. I hate the man. But <laughs> well, he's the greatest baseball player of all, of my generation, and that includes the 70s and the 80s. I mean, it's just – he's not over – he's got 3,000 hits – He's the greatest. Uh, that was Craig Biggio. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> also in the Hall of Fame. Also in the Hall of Fame, but, <laughs> but not a win. Like, he's the greatest winner this side of TB12. I mean, just. I know there's uh, no dissolution that,
4: that, but, like, I mean, he's, de-
3: he's pumped up a little bit because of where he played. It's like saying Mookie Wilson's got a high batting average than Mickey Mantle, you know, like. Come on! It's, facts facts. I it's. I don't even know if that's. I don't even know if that's true, that but that was crazy. an argument. It used to be down at the Jersey Shore, but <laughs> like, it's it's. No, no, Chris, you're just. You, you, I'm with Richard on this one. Thank Chris. you,
2: sir. Thank you, Albert. Thanks for calling. Anybody who calls in and says that uh, I'm right, I always appreciate. I appreciate. It. Mookie,
4: Mookie Wilson career two seventy four. Come on. I want to see if this is. True. Pretty much
2: anyone in the three thousand hit club is in. Um, Lou Brock is not right. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Is Lou Brock in the Hall of Fame?
4: Lou Brock. I don't think Lou Brock has three thousand hits. He it? does. Oh, okay. I'm looking at
2: the three thousand hit club right here.
4: Oh, I
2: got you. You know, going way back, the ones who's not are yeah. Lou Brock the, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Lou Brock yeah, is a yeah. Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. No, 13, no the, only, Fox, the only one is Ripken On that, Ricky Henderson. No, the and only then one then, who's Raphael, not in
4: is Rafael Palmeiro.
2: And also uh, A-Rod. A-Rod. And also Ichiro, because he's not eligible, eligible, eligible yet. Yeah. Adrian Beltré. When the hell is he going to get in? Is he eligible? I
4: don't know. I don't think he's eligible. Yeah, he is. I think an an he is now.
2: I think he's, he should be. He's going in, right, when it's all said and done? Adrian Beltran? Adrian mentioned, retired in 2018, so he's not yet eligible. Pujols and uh, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, those are lots. He should be the last one for a while, right? For
4: 3,000 hits? Yeah. Oh, at, yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, will we ever see another one? You know, uh, so I, I, I don't know what to say, brother. You got your Derek Jeter opinion, I got mine. Um, so Sports Emmy Awards, congratulations to, um, our friends at Good Morning Football. Yeah. Um, as you know, I know what goes into that show. As you know, I know the history of NFL Network intimately. As you know, I know that I spent many, many years uh, on the set of NFL Total Access wondering if there would ever be another tent pole show on NFL Network that people would be tuning in to see. And Good Morning Football was born out of uh, many years of attempting a morning show on NFL Network, many of them out of the West Coast, where people, God bless them, were getting to work around midnight. Um and well, was NFL AM. NFL AM was yeah. really yeah. NFL PM for those who were working on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Living like vampires. And it was a very tough schedule, and thus the show wasn't as, as successful. And then Good Morning Football gets formed, and um, what an incredible run for that show with Nate Burleson, who's now on CBS this morning, and Kay Adams moving on to uh, other endeavors. Um, and Kyle Brandt, our friend, uh, and Peter Schrager still on the breakfast table. Incredible show. It's so well done. It's so popular. It's so funny and fun to watch and engaging. I did not see their reel, if you will. Again, it's a 20-minute long uh, tape uh, of uh, different segments throughout an entire year. I'm sure their reel was spectacular. Real and spectacular, right? Uh, thank you so much. So congratulations to them. It was, it was uh, great to see uh, a friend in Michael Davies go up on the stage yeah. and accept the award. Uh, To be honest with you, though, I was hoping it would be another man in his fifties who looks great uh, uh, without much hair and also a little facial hair. (laughs) Uh, Did people like just do a double take? Is that rich up there? And then he started speaking, and he speaks much more eloquently and elegantly than I do as a Brit. Okay, sure. (laughs) So you know, uh, we arrived in New York City Monday night, just right before midnight. (laughs) All eleven of us, right? No, not all. No, not not all. All eight of us did. Well, Uh, on the same flight. Nine. Took a photograph. Yeah, nine, took five. a photograph. Um, multiple. E- multiple photographs. <laughs> took a selfie as we got off the plane. Just missed. Oh, our story was m- Just missed having the pilot uh, photobomb us by lifting his hat. And you can <laughs> right. see if you look on our, our, yes. our page, his 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 hat is just beginning to, to, to be raised up. And... <laughs> so at any rate, um, we had a total blast mm-hmm. and um, wound up losing to Good Morning Football. But I I, I, I do believe Uh, in what what I said that being nominated really means a lot to us and we greatly appreciated being there and seeing our friends the Dan Patrick show and just seeing some other old friends and Del Tufo knowing everyone in the room. It was
4: crazy. It was great. We were looking around like I don't really know that many people here, and Mike is just bebopping around like he's the mayor.
2: One of the the greatest oddities <laughs> of the evening is that Del Tufo and Feller both showed up in a Kangol, <laughs> wondering if that was something that we all that we, we we even put out a Twitter poll, right? What which one was it? Oh was it goodness. intentional oh, or they're denying yeah. that they didn't get
1: together? As Del Tufo showed up in, in crushed velvet.
2: He's
4: like shaved. The that fact that, on. that
1: jacket I when we went to Miami for the Super Bowl in nineteen, I took Mike Shopping. <laughs> to the mall right. we were over here in Culver City and uh, we, we bought that jacket then <laughs> did Susie
2: was... take that picture that we put up there She, did. Oh, yeah, she did, I, Right. I had yeah. her text me the photos this yeah. morning oh, okay and we cool so yeah, yeah. yeah I, and, and, and I'm just glad that Ashley and Liz who are from Central Talent Booking who book all the celebrity guests on this program Liz our co-EP being out there I'm glad that they were surrounding me because if they didn't me in my pinstripe suit with two guys in tangles with shades on <laughs> it, it really looked like I was bringing my protection with me Maybe not my audio crew. So you swear <laughs> that you did not plan that? You just uh, showed up to the Emmys and you're like, you're wearing the same hat, same
0: outfit. I went
4: to his room to borrow some shaving cream, saw his outfit, it was close enough to mine, and then I wore a Kangol hat for the first time because he had an extra.
2: So it, you borrowed it from so, him.
1: It looks great. Oh, so, looks okay. Great. We like the solidarity. Not, so, not planned, but then, uh, but eventually, then, but then. They had the same aesthetic, so it was definitely great. planned. Then yeah. it wasn't definitely planned,
2: planned but but eventually it was by design that you did show up. In that hat. Okay. What? Who won the poll? Planned or uh, denied? Denial won the yeah. poll. Eighty-four <laughs> so percent. You denied that it wasn't planned, but then you did actually design it. Correct. Nah, that's weak. And I also
4: posted a picture of you and Jeff
2: Passan. Oh, he has got the greatest? He's got the greatest part in the history of. Even more of pa- impressive. Oh person, my God. The, yeah. Jeff Passan's pomade would absolutely be if we had a fa- if we if We're in a, a fantasy, fantasy baseball. baseball right, that's it. Jeff Passan's pomade. Pass- <laughs> at one point, he and Darlington were standing next to each other, and it was we like had like a hair off. Well, it was it was almost like the Sharks and the Jets, us two versus yeah. them two. Like, <laughs> you know, did did Those guys at <laughs> the hair and us, most decidedly not.
4: Bomani Jones, much taller in person.
2: And then Bomani Jones, we saw him, and yeah. he told us. Yeah. That um, he was announcing not only the best studio show, daily show, our category, but mine personally is the best studio host. Yeah. And, um, you know, I handed him
4: well, was my fair, wallet to keep
2: it fair. Yeah. He did not accept it, <laughs> mm. but he came out and just, again, those awards wound up being at the very end of the night.
4: Yeah, like The last couple.
2: Oh, of God. So men. it was almost three hours long by the time that we got there yeah. to um, to those two awards. And they were back to back. Back to back. So I got, um, you know, both awards disappointments in the span of boom, boom, back to back after waiting this entire time. And I felt like Scatman Crothers in The, uh, the Shining, you know, <laughs> but that whole long journey mm-hmm. only to get it in the in, in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> and all I kept thinking to myself is for that two minutes. That two minutes. It could have been it, the it other been way around. Been. I'm the king of the world. What could have been? I, I'm like uh, I I I stand astride the entire sports television yeah, industry. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, Giannis just trophy in boom, both boom. hands up
4: there.
1: Boom, boom. And see what you didn't know is, so we were up in I the know, mezzanine, and right like about I'd say one
4: like two categories before, before. Yeah. we all made
1: our way down to the side of the stage, just in you know just in case. So we were in so. a bum rush, just in yeah. case. So I was recording it. They had a TV right outside. We were so. ready. Yeah. Recording, we were ready, and, and then, you know, good morning football won, and everybody. Oh, and so that's why you guys were already congregated we were out already, in the lobby. Because yeah, yeah.
2: as soon as Tariko won Best Studio Host and was done with his yep. speech, you know, because again, it was a long night, and Susie and I go way back with Tarico. She was to Mike Tarico, the sideline reporter of Mike Tariko's play by play team for college oh, football yeah. on ABC. Right. Once again, Susie, knowing somebody almost as long as I do, if not longer. The last thing I'm going to do is, even though it was not, now there was no more uh, drama for the rest of the night, get up in the middle of his speech to make it seem like I'm in protest, which is not <laughs> happening. <laughs> so as soon as Tarico's speech was over, I got up and left, and I thought we would have to wait for you guys, but no, you no, were already we, gathered. We were already yeah, gathered. Because we
4: like, if they had called us, we were all coming out.
2: So now the old last question was Is going to our, uh, our post-show uh, gathering downtown in Tribeca. Um, how we were going to get there and whose Uber were we going to go on. And it was either a (laughs) coin flip between me and Susie and I, I got it. I got the Uber. This is great. So now it's cold outside. It's like 50 degrees outside and we're, you know, all dressed in evening wear. Susie's cold. So, so is, you know, everyone else. (laughs) She, she thought about just hopping in a cab, even though I've already ordered the Uber and I nixed it because it was on my diet. It's on like, I'm not canceling. I like my it was now about the rating. Yeah, I'll be very honest I with know, you. No, I
4: understand. Now Jay now, you and, were in the car. Jay and I were in yeah. the car. With I was up front. You. It was You were up front. Yep.
2: It, it was me and Smitch? No, no. It, it was Ian Sue's in the middle row. Oh, no, that's right. Ian Sue right. Obviously. Right. And, and, right, obviously. Row, right, and right. Jay was in the front seat. I was kissing major ass up front for you. We were all like Susie got in and she's like, What a nice, clean car. <laughs> <laughs> smells great. Smells great. She's like she... And you started. You started laughing. And I just started laughing because I, I could see right through what was happening. And so at that point, the driver turned around, thinking we were making fun of him. That's right. <laughs> I remember. I forgot to mention this once we got there. Like you, you guys, you and Adam laughing in the back seat. Wow. Well, like, I mean, me and Sue is trying tough. to gild the lily here. <laughs> the guy turned around, like sort of like, are you making fun? Like, do you really mean what you're saying? Yeah, and then uh. Jay was I the almost, like, turned around like, like you're my kids to basically say, like, Don't make me come back don't there. Don't make me come back there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> zip, it, zip
4: it. And you forgot while we were waiting
1: for our cars. Oh, yeah, this thing. John
4: Sally just walked oh, that's by. Right. Yeah.
1: Randomly, we're in the, we're in Columbus Circle in New just York. Cigar.
4: with a cigar. Yeah,
1: and, and we're just standing there waiting on the Ubers, and then someone goes, Is that John Sally? So and Jordan I turn. was like, I think
4: the, that looks like John Sally. So yeah. I just yell out, Hey, Spider. And he turns, turns around.
3: around like,
1: hey, what's up, guys?
2: <laughs> what are you guys doing here? Right. And again, Susie went up to him first
1: because she's known him longer than yeah, I have. He Another was very one. happy to see her. Right,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Totally random.
1: And then John Sally held court outside for like five minutes. I know, but we had he, to
2: go because the bar was closing yeah. where right. we were getting. And, and the entire ride down, Susie was on the on phone. The phone just putting in saying, our orders. Putting in orders. <laughs> So you know, you're, right. like, you're, you're like, you want a maker's mark, right? I was like, like I want an old-fashioned.
4: Like, Susie's right. like, I want a Negroni. We need two <laughs> bottles of wine.
1: I just know that that, that food was delicious. Oh, man. Okay. man. Man. So good. That's a great spot in and New it, York City. It, it helped take the pain away, let me tell you that much. Even though there was no pain. Rich, you asked me, I made a joke. You're like, are you really upset? But no. I went, No, you, know, you like, showed up, and part of it, again, is how long it took for us to wait. Like if, because yeah, we had an energy
2: walking in. that that oh, the yeah. show didn't start, start until
1: seven, it, and we showed up at five. So we were there for like almost oh, yeah. two hours before. We
4: were getting a little pregame on. There were some pictures we took. Yeah.
1: I drank a lot I of Jameson, Jameson that hello night. Hello
4: to people because we the, haven't seen them in a while. The,
2: you know what? And just my my one suggestion to, the, to the folks at the Emmy Awards: can, <laughs> can we get a drink in the house, please? Yeah, I cool. mean, even Torico yeah. even mentioned because they had they had. Commercials for the official alcohol. Four
4: roses, which was
2: delicious. Right, oh, yeah, <laughs> it was that. yeah, So great. good. Yeah, let's have let's have one rose for each hour the the, the night. <laughs> <is>. Well done. <laughs> we're all we're all hungry and thirsty. Like if you keep us sated, we're we're hanging. Yeah, it's getting stuffy. We're sure. in the media. We're used to getting stuff for nothing. <laughs> Come on, I mean, that's why we're in this. And place. on the night where we're ce- celebrating the best, we should be sated and drunk.
1: Did I say that? <laughs> but yeah, Richie. So you said about being takes like, the edge off. No, not mad or sad. Like Chris said, yeah, you're a little bummed for a little bit, you're but bummed then for a second. But then that goes away, and you realize, like the whole thing, we constantly keep hammering in. Man, like I think all the big names in sports that you hear about who get make all the money and get all the press, they weren't in that room, and we were in that room, man. And so, yeah, I, I won't. I'll never walk away feeling like we didn't win. I mean, we don't have a, an ornament. We don't have something tangible to touch, but you can't tell me after what we've been through that we didn't win. Like that's just how I feel. We had a great time. Yeah, great it time. was great.
4: Great time.
2: Yeah,
1: it was great. <laughs> now we just gotta
2: put a fresh coat of paint on every no, single day. You know what would we'll be again.
1: disappointing, Rich? What if at this point next year, when those nominees come out mm-hmm. and we, our name isn't mentioned, that would be disappointing. So I'm hoping that well, like we just let's gotta, keep doing this, that, man. Like, that's on us. Yeah, to be quite honest sure. with you. That's on us, but man, what Every a great time day. that was! That was awesome. It was great. It
2: was great seeing our friends and colleagues throughout this. Uh, yeah,
4: it was nice to run into some in the sports media world that we haven't
2: seen in a long time, man, right? In a while, exactly. So that was nice. And um, and for those people that that came up to me and like haven't seen you in a while, and I'm like, great to see you. And I didn't mention your name. I know your name. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Somebody came to talk to me, and then they walked away, and I, and I, I looked at. It. I think it was Smitch. I go, did I sell it well? That I knew who that was. Oh no, my
2: god! I did that to
1: Chris. With, I By did the that. way, that room was filled with hey! Yeah. hey. I did that to Brockman at one point. I was like, what's guy, up? I was like, the guy behind Jordan. Do you know him? And Chris is like, no. And I'm like, I don't either. He talked to me. I said, we got to do the thing. I'm gonna go say hi. You introduce yourself because <laughs> I couldn't remember hey! his name. Hey! 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 That guy. What was it that Will Ferrell and John C. Riley said? Remember when they came and they were, had those moments where you know you know somebody? Yeah, And you're right. like, there he is. There he is.
3: There, <laughs> is.
1: there <laughs> is. That's right. see you again. <laughs> Last time they'll ever be interviewed
2: together, maybe on this show. All right, let's take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show in a moment. There was a great, big, happy family. We love you guys. Thanks Everyone to Ashley and Liz for prettying up the picture. ST driver, Callaway Rogue ST driver. Every golf equipment company claims to be longer off the tee, but Callaway's new Rogue ST driver, the only one built to completely vomit. Let me tell you about it, folks. There's one specific type of Rogue ST driver that is built for you. I have the Max in my bag because of that incredible combination of distance and forgiveness. There's the Max D, the dedicated draw model. For players who need more shot shape correction, if you want something more low spin, there's Max LS, which gives you stronger trajectory and more neutral ball flight. The Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS is the compact low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you have to do is go Rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at callawaygolf.com slash go Rogue. Got home from the Emmys, and I hugged my kids with both arms, partially because I was empty handed from the Emmys, but I, 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 I just hugged him tight because of what happened in Uvalde, Texas and because I could do it. Unlike the parents of all those children who were murdered in their classroom by a lunatic who was allowed to have an assault rifle. Because he could and because it's legal because it was easy. That happened while we were in the Emmys that night, and I was sick to my stomach as the death toll got larger and larger and greater and greater. And many in this business who have a microphone or a platform have spoken about it in the 48 hours since then, and I laud all of them. And I just want to add this to it, is that we cannot... Give up. We cannot give up as a society, and we cannot give up on giving our two cents and keeping the pressure on those in power who do nothing about it. Children murdered in their classroom, murdered in their classroom. And you're already seeing the responses from those in power who refuse to do anything about it, saying it's about anything else other than easy legal access to assault weaponry. It's about video games, or I'm seeing, you know, Senator Mike Lee from Utah talk about fatherlessness, and Ted Cruz is talking about doorways being unlocked. Anything about anything other than doing the right thing on common sense laws. I don't care if you've got a gun in your house, people. Unless my child comes there and you don't have it properly stored and locked. Then i got a problem. I don't care. I'm not coming for your guns. I'm not to be demonized about the Second Amendment. I just want a background check on somebody. I want somebody who's 18 and bullied or Whatever caused him to be so diseased mentally that he's going to take his anger out on his grandmother and then children cowering for their lives who just went to school. And by the way, apparently we're watching Moana. That their lives ended, families' lives upended. How about a background check on him? How about psychological evaluations you want to talk about mental health i'm all for that but it's never about the easy access to this weaponry and people who say it's my right to do it you're open carrying your assault weapons into places of business how do i know you're not the next serial murderer how do i know you're not going to create a mass in incidents in in this place So we just prevent it from getting in the hands of the wrong people. What about a red flag? What about talking about it? No, no, we're talking about doors and hardening schools. Are you out of your mind? My parents were public school educators. They would not know how to handle a weapon. Anybody in full body armor and an AR-15 would have wasted my mom and dad in two seconds before they got their gun out. Well, teach them how to do it. You're out of your minds. You must be out of your minds. Anything except looking in the mirror and looking at the real issue here. Please, for God's sake, do something. And I felt I had to say something. And I know a lot of people have said their part, but we can't give up. Keep the pressure on And I'll be honest, I know I do this show every day to take your mind off of stuff. I hope I'm not part of that problem, but I had to talk about it.